If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. So it's uh, January 2nd. And uh, this is when everybody starts. Hey there, you fitness fanatics. Yeah, I think everybody is starting probably today, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Right? Somewhere it's, there. It's going to happen soon. Or this, those that really went hard on the, the first hangover maybe. is sort of fading away now. Yeah. So, I mean, the first 20 minutes, we're, we just, you know, we're doing recaps of what we did on New Year's Eve and, you know, we have a good time. But then we, you know, we wanted to make this episode one that's going to help people, you know, with the New Year's resolution of fitness, the most common New Year's resolution that there is. We, we, we talked about how to set, achieve, and basically maintain your fitness resolution. So we went over what worked for us, not personally, because we're all fitness fanatics, right? But what worked for all the people that we've trained over the last 20 years, which ones stayed consistent, which ones fell off, and what worked for the ones that were consistent. So we kind of give you some strategies. Now, another thing that we did, because it's January, it's a new year, we have discounted MAPS Anabolic by 50% off. Now, MAPS Anabolic is the program that we tend to recommend people start off with. Uh, It's a great, solid foundation of resistance training. It's great if you want to speed up your metabolism. It's great if you want to build muscle and build strength. It will get you very good at some of the core lifts. Um, It's also a good fat burner because of the fast metabolism. That's one of the side effects of this program. But again, it's 50% off. It's also getting completely revamped. So you can enroll in it now, and then you'll automatically get updated with the new version of MAPS Anabolic. So here's what you do if you want the 50% off. Go to mapsfitnessproducts.com and use the code RED50, R-E-D-5-0, no space for the 50% off. And of course, if you already have MAPS Anabolic and you want to check out some of our other programs, you can also do that on that site. And that's it. Here we go. New year, new you. Oh, great googly. Yes. Welcome back. Welcome back, America. That was a... that was a good New Year's time, huh? That was a, that was uh, refreshing. What were you guys up to? What did you guys do? Uh, Adam, you were in, in Tahoe with uh, was it everybody or was it just you and Taylor hanging out? No, no, no. I was with uh, Katrina's family. Taylor was kind of a last-minute uh, add-on there, actually. We, we Every year with Katrina's family, we take off. You know, Last year, we did Discovery Bay. I forget what we did the year before. And this year, we had booked um, a big old Tahoe house up there, and there was a free room the final week or two coming in and Katrina asked Taylor if he wanted to go. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm down. And I'm like, cool. So he, he actually hopped on. It was a family thing. And then he came along. Oh, yeah. oh that's cool. And so. it was cool. He, you get a chance. You can talk to him about it, but he was like, damn dude, he goes, this was fucking so much fun. We had just a, an epic house. I mean, this it's a, it was a tri-level three-story type of place, similar to the types of places that we stay in. But what was really neat about it was the one of the floors is is was big and long and it had a giant kitchen dining area. I mean, it had a countertop that sat eight people with a massive kitchen and dual ovens and so and what Katrina had set up, she had organized everything right for and there was everyone we were in teams of two. Because there was like 10 of us, right? Yeah, there was teams of two and there was 10 of us. And those two people were responsible for one day. So one day you had to prepare breakfast and dinner. So two meals of the day you you prepared and then you were responsible for keeping the kitchen up. 
which made it really nice because one of the things that sucks about when you go to a big place like that with lots of people is the kitchen gets destroyed and shit's kind of everywhere. Shit everywhere. Yeah. yeah, or one person is responsible mm-hmm. for fucking cleaning all the time and then they hate everybody else because they're always picking up. So every somebody or a pair, a team owned a day every day, which made it really nice mm-hmm. for the rest of us because then I didn't have to worry about cleaning Except for one day. One day, yeah. One day that we were there, we... What did you guys make? So you want to hear what I did? Yeah. So here's the thing. I was so bummed about this, okay? Now, Katrina's family, uh, they, they're they foodies and they drink and they that's their... I mean, they get together and they party. That's like the thing, right? And I, you know, when I first was meeting Katrina's family, I was in the middle of my transformation and then I went into the competing thing and so... You know, they they know me to be the guy to say no to alcohol, to never really have any dessert, and I'm always bringing my own food and Tupperware. So they think you're gonna have like egg white omelets and chicken breast. Yeah, yeah. well, and and they always <laughs> they always give me shit, and they're just they just like ah, well, you know, if Adam's cooking or Katrina's cooking, we know we're gonna eat some fucking bland ass healthy food and shit. And so I told Katrina, I'm like, I got something I'm going to make that your family is not going to be ready for. And this is like a food that I used to eat as a kid that my mom used to make. It's total comfort food. And I was so excited to serve this because I, I knew that they would not think of me to do this. So I made chili cheese dogs. Mm. And I oh, like yeah. I go all out on these don't things. Don't look that up on the Urban Dictionary, by the way. <laughs> You don't want to look you know what and that means. It's messy. You could tell that people were so let down. I was so like fucking bummed that I, I did this because they I thought I would throw them a curveball. Why were they let down? Well, because they had been eating so much shit food. Oh, they were anticipating They were anticipating like steak and asparagus. Yeah. Or they were anticipating like this kind of clean, healthy food that they were all been eating yeah. shit for the last few days. Brussels <laughs> sprouts and fish. And ever so everyone's kind of stomachs were upset from like the two days and before. You give them chili cheese. <laughs> the worst it's just like the double down right oh there. it was it yeah. was I was so and, and then not uh, only that but I didn't realize pass me the pep down. how serious everybody was gonna take this and everybody else like took it to a whole new level like went all out I mean, we it's like had, homemade and oh, oh yeah. everything, yeah, everything made from scratch. And you're like Hormel chili. <laughs> yes, yes, hot dog. Yes, I mean we're we're up in we're up in Tahoe, the snow. I'm thinking comfort food. I'm like these guys will never see this coming. Sprinkle like, chips on it. <laughs> no, I had I even brought, brought like barbecue chips and shit. Like that's literally like Doritos. It was so out of left field for something that I would ever make. I mean, I haven't made that food in probably 15 plus years. Yeah. Not since I lived in my own as a kid, and. I could just tell that everybody was, there was a couple people that were like excited about it. Like I was like, you know, Taylor said he liked it and Katrina loved well, it. Taylor works for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's good. Yeah. It's good, sir. Everybody's fighting over the bathroom. But I mean, everybody else, I mean, they got down on some crazy, I mean, we had eggs Benedict one morning and then, uh, you know, in breakfast, we had this, we had uh, street tacos where the whole countertop was like all these crazy toppings that were all made and my brother my brother-in-law came in and like brought them in he spent like all day long making all these special sauces so next year you, you're gonna have to like step oh up. totally yeah. i'm bringing it next year like, i thought he was there yeah he came by oh yeah he's a good cook yes uh, he's a really good cook. and so that we ate like that the whole entire trip it was just my meal was like the i should say my meal and taylor's day taylor taylor went and got local pizza like his favorite like local place place in tahoe and so that was what he he prepared for that day and then uh 
Other than, so him and I probably brought like the worst shit, which is so funny. The two fitness <laughs> yeah. guys, right? And they were expecting, That's yeah. And I was so bummed because they they were they. I knew they'd be anticipating something healthy, and they always are all, yeah, Brussels sprouts again. You know what I'm saying? So I thought they're never gonna see fucking oh, chili cheese dogs coming. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Toilets are jacked. Yikes! Uh, how about you, Justin? You were just with the kids. Yeah, so? I was with the kids. Uh, basically, was fully domesticated. Like I, like Courtney was working, and so I was like all in with you know the activities with the boys like i got these um i got my son a, a pocket knife and i got my other son a, a slingshot and we went out and just had targets and we we're just like doing boy shit like oh, the, the entire awesome. weekend and i actually had a funny uh funny thing happen with the dog so the dog had um we got him neutered and so he was like so uh, he shit on your shoe again yeah so they, <laughs> cut my balls off dude he, there's another I'm load on you, this this dog is is uh, he's so much work so i love it when you talk about 10 you. days of like him with the cone on and like it's finally over and i we go and look and, and he's got like he, we just took the sutures out and he he still has like a problem he's got this like uh wound that's uh, that's open it's like a like infected like somehow it got infected still i don't know if it was fr from him licking it somehow when we weren't looking or you know running whatever it's like it's just gross it's this oozing you know pussy wound and it's it's horrible so we have to take him back to the to the vet and the vet's just back like, in the cone like oh no yeah so basically like i have to do this whole protocol where i give him antibiotics and so then, you have to wash your dog's dick now. Yeah, and <laughs> wow, no, let He's me let me. I forgot something like really important here. Okay, so we were like looking at it, like, oh, this does not look good, right? And so Courtney's like, oh, why don't you you know call the vets off? So I call like, can you send us pictures? And so I'm taking a picture of my dog spread eagle. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm sending dick pics right now of my dog. <laughs> this is so wrong. <laughs> it just felt so ridiculous. Anyway, so I'm like, they respond or whatever. I bring them down. And so anyways, I go through this whole thing where, you know, I have to give them antibiotics, you know, and then I have to have this heat compress thing where I'm like expressing it. So I'm like holding this heat pad on his dick and then squeezing it and trying to get all this stuff out for like the last five days. That's my hold, life. Hold on a second. Let's do a recap here. Okay. Yeah. It was like a month ago when your dog walked up to you, <laughs> yeah, walked yeah. up to you while you had your shoes on. They yeah, were on no, your No, he feet. shit on my shoe. Yeah. He looked at hey, you. Hey, who is the alpha yeah, in this exactly. relationship? Yeah. He took a shit. <laughs> now you're basically giving him a warm hand job. Yeah. He's, you're, he planned this he's all out. Somehow. Hey, are you still convinced you're not the beta in this relationship? <laughs> yeah, I throw him outside every night just, just, just to you know show him his boss. He, he brags to all the animals yeah. in the forest. Yeah, yeah. They, they make he's sense like, of them. He's like, I got him to squeeze my dick. Yeah, the squirrels are like, the squirrels are like, yeah. hey, 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 there's that dog. He's a fucking gangster. Hey. Oh, I, we dare you to, to. Can you get him to give you a hand job? He's like, don't worry about it. I got it. That's all right. He doesn't <laughs> know. Yeah, I'm going to introduce him to the chickens, and uh, they'll they'll let him know it's up. The chi yeah, the chickens are your chickens are scary. Hey, yeah. so I want to know how your hotel experience that I, I totally crapped on before it did it pan out well, and was it a smart move staying in? And what it, tell me uh, tell me how it went we down. We had a blast. So we went to okay, good. So first, was, we had dinner at uh, the LB Steakhouse in Santana Row. Have you been there? Oh, I love it there. Yeah, really, really good. Love so we had they had the special. Like New Year's menu, so we had a nice dinner there. Had I don't know two or three drinks there as at six p.m. So we're already getting a little little sauced. We go back. So and the hotel was a uh, Hotel Valencia, 
And they had oh, a, that's where you guys were at? Yeah, they had a big party there. Oh, I thought you were going to San Francisco. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no. Not bad at all then. So they had, they had a, a New Year's Eve party or whatever there. So we go back and... You know, Jess and I are like, "Oh, right, what do you want to do?" I'm like, "Oh, let's let's go let's go up to the room, hang out a little bit, and then we'll come down and party." And she, we both kind of took a nap, uh, like at the end, which is kind of you know you eat a big meal. Hey, it was tired. probably smart though. It yeah. was yeah. power up. Well, we you know we were a little energized from the nap, and so then we go downstairs and were maniacs and did hey. not go to bed till. 6 a.m. I mean, everything shut what? down. Yeah. Wow. Everything shut down at about Animals. 2, about 2 a.m. That's when everybody started kind of leaving the party and all that stuff. And we just went back up to the room and just continued to drink and, and have a great time. Wow. Till about 6 a.m. Yeah. So yesterday was a f- just recovery. Full. I was supposed to go to my parents' house for a New Year's, uh, like New Year's Day party. Yeah. Like my whole family's there. Family from Sacramento drove all the way down to be there. And I stayed at home and I was on the couch all day long. Could not get off the couch. <laughs> I can't do it anymore, man. So it's like I'm like, good. That's it. I don't want to do anything ever. Were you again. doing shots at all, or are you just bro? Like, we did. I don't, uh, it was a lot. It was yeah. a lot. Was and anybody poor, there you knew, or you guys were just going solo? Some dude walked by me and he's like, "Mind pump cell." And that was it. It's the only guy that I, I oh. saw that I, I didn't know anybody there. You're like, wait, <laughs> I need somebody to talk to. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully I wasn't. You know, I didn't know that you guys went to Hotel Valencia. Yeah. Oh, how cool! So yeah. it, right, the, I'm assuming the bar area, like the, the out- bar, and then yeah. the whole outside area they had uh, the, set up like this big tent over, so it was heated. Oh yeah, I've stayed there before. That's cool. Yeah, and it was, oh, that's cool. They covered that up yeah. and heated it because uh-huh. oh. it was freezing. Yeah, New Year's Eve was freezing here, dude. dude the last couple of days. Imagine what it was really like cool. for me. Yeah. Oh, it up was there? Yeah. So, yeah. so we get before we when we rented this place, <clears throat> it says on it that you need to have uh, a truck or SUV to get in and out of the house, and the picture shows like the you know it just looks like it has a you know crown at the driveway. It's like mm-hmm. a steep driveway. But what they didn't tell us was what could potentially happen if this thing and it, the the driveway froze completely. Mm. We had it, and I, t- I told you guys that we had to get Larry's tow truck out. It was out of the driveway, so we, we his truck. Why? Because he couldn't get traction. To yeah, get out? Wow. no traction. He, uh, did he have four wheel drive? And no, he didn't have four wheel drive. Which uh, when he rented that car, I was like, "What are you doing, dude? We're going yeah. to Tahoe." But he's it's like his first time going to Tahoe, and I'm like, "Oh, or for, when it's during chains the too, or no Rookie chains? Moves. No, no chains on it. But it wouldn't have mattered. This thing was literally like iced out. Like it was mm. so bad. Oh was, shit. Yeah, we. I mean, we took the we took the car, Katrina's car, in and parked in the garage and left it in there the entire time. Like I didn't want to take it out of there. And then we had two other vehicles, and the other the other vehicles are four wheel drive except for Larry's truck. So it was that cold; it was freezing. Oh, it was frozen. How yeah. was it when you were boarding at the top of the mountain? So this this is the first time that I've ever experienced this of it being this cold. So one day it was shut down completely. We we're supposed to ride that day. Hundred mile an hour winds. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> they shut wow. The, so New Year's Day is their busiest day, like one of the busiest days of the year for Heavenly and all the resorts up there. They had to close down and refund everybody their money. Because 100 mile an hour winds at the top. Holy yeah, you can't cow. mess with that. Oh, well, no. no, you'll die. Yeah. It, insane, right? So, but the day I did ride, it was still f- so cold. And you have face shields, right? So I wear this, this mask that comes up to your nose. And as I'm riding, I'm breathing, and, and the moisture from my mouth is getting absorbed by, and it keeps you warm and you're cool. But it was so cold. That when, every time that I would ride down, and from the moisture from my mouth, it would freeze. So my 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 thing that was covering my face would ice up, and then I had to spin it around and rotate it after every ride. Oh wow! Because it was, the <laughs> wind was so cold. I mean, it was like a single digits. 
yeah. up up there, man. It was wow. so, so cool. Were you riding good? Because this is the first time since your Achilles tendon tear. No, it's not the first time. Remember, I did a single day by oh, myself right, the other right, day. Right. Um, and, nah, yeah, it was it was great, dude. The, the, now, was Taylor good? Yeah, Taylor's really good. Who's better? Oh, I'm better. Okay. <sighs> not by much, though. I mean, he, oh, really? he, yeah, yeah, he stays with me. You know, it's hard to tell, too, because we're not. He looks slinky, like he'd be good at it. Yeah, yeah, no, he's good. He's really good. Slinky? Yeah, he's really yeah, good. Yeah, slinky, like, you know, slithery. I, he, I mean, he's been he's been riding he's been riding since he was in high school himself, too. Really? Yeah, so, I mean, I, I have years on him just because I'm older mm. than him, but he's been riding for a long time, mm. and which is, makes it really fun for me because I nobody else went. I thought other people in the family were going to go, and secretly I was hoping that wouldn't happen. Because when that happens, oh, it's I, hard to do what you want to do when you have a million people. Yeah, yeah. then you're babysitting the whole time. Yeah, you can't bomb down the hill. Yeah, and I love my girl to death, but she's. J I just taught her how to ride like a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. You know, so she's. You know, I I got I go a little bit, then I wait for her, I go a little bit, and I haven't really. Other than that day I went by myself, I haven't had a time where I could just. So you guys are just mashing oh, down the, the first day. Did you film it like you said you would? No, we didn't. film Oh, anything. you got to do that. It was so cold. So to, normally it's sunny and it's nice. So taking my camera out while I can be barehanded and doing oh, that. Oh, it's too cold. Oh, it was so cold. It would you, feel like you get frostbite. Like there was a yeah, time where I wanted yeah. to adjust my bindings when I was riding and I pulled off my gloves and I'm like unscrewing my screws. And then like within like three seconds, my hands are like locked up and I'm like, oh shit, I'm getting like frostbite. Wow. Right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do this right now. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so was, uh, there was like that snow globe event up there. Did you guys go to that? Or you know what? It was, that? we were literally a block away, like two blocks away from our house was Yeah. Well, not two blocks, a little bit further than that, but it was right up the road from us. Uh. Um, no, we didn't go, and I was surprised that my nephew, who's 24, just his, his birthday was uh, while we were up there, he didn't want to go. He's been there before. He's like, I guess, so Snow Globe, for those that don't know, it's like this big outdoor festival concert thing, so tons of bands are out there, um, and it's the, the bands that are out there are supposed to be dope, but I guess... It's, I don't know, from what I hear, I haven't been, so this is just hearsay what I'm saying right now, so somebody I'm sure will correct me if I'm wrong, but it tends to be kind of overrated, and a lot of people, everybody's just fucked up on drugs, uh, and it's, my, my nephew said when he went last year, he goes, nah, it's, he's all, it's not really my scene, you know, everybody's hella rolling hard, and oh, really? you're freezing your ass off out there, so you can't really, you know. Sounds like a, 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 like, perfect storm. Well, there's the pictures of it, right? I mean, it yeah. looks super cool, right? Yeah, it looked cool. I just saw, because I saw Viet's uh, Instagram, and, like, Mac House was up there filming for it, so. Oh, shit, I wish I would have known that. Yeah. I would have linked up with him. I did yeah. not know he was out there. Oh, Look, looked like it, it was pretty cool, at least from their perspective. I, I mean, I wanted to go like i like i didn't want to go while we were up there because we were doing like the family chill thing but i've wanted to go to that before many times and they were the ones that kind of crapped me out on it by saying like yeah it ain't that cool so funny so i let my kids stay up till midnight this year the the previous year we showed them like a uh like a, a rebroadcast oh to get them to go to bed <laughs> Shut to, your face! We got him to bed at ten. I swear to God, like it's countdown time. And then, like somehow, like he, like my oldest figured it out and was so well, he has a watch so now. mad. He was so mad at me. So oh, he I found out last had, time. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 So I we we stayed up all night and then you know had those poppers and all that stuff and did that outside. What was your excuse? What did you say to him? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought it was real time. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. No, I, I was. I came clean. I was like, "Sorry, I was trying to get you bed early." <laughs> so, 
Your mom and I were gonna have our <laughs> yeah yeah. We, we want alone time. We, we want to celebrate sex. together. I avoided yeah. it. I avoided it. Yeah, butt that, sex. That same day is. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Yeah. That's Jalen's birthday is the first, right? So they all wanted to go out and party, and Taylor and I had planned to snowboard the next morning. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going out till one, two in the morning, getting fucked up, and then riding the next day. Like I'll be exhausted. I'm not fucking 19 anymore. And so I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And Katrina's brothers, dude, are like, they're the fucking worst, man. They're like hardcore pressure you. Like if they want you to do some <laughs> shit, like they just hardcore pressure you, make you feel like a punk for not being there. <laughs> so I knew they were going out. And so right around about, and I knew they were going out at 10. So like at 930, I creeped downstairs. Went to bed. And, and just closed the room. I just went to my room. You know what I'm saying? And closed the door. Watched the clock until 10 o'clock. And then I come, I come upstairs after I heard him get picked up by the Uber. And then I, then I stayed up with my, with her mom, and <laughs> hung out, and Taylor got suckered in, because Taylor came up. So he had to go out. Oh, yeah, no, they yeah. pulled him. He came up, and he, they're like, "Come on, T Dog, let's go, yeah, Taylor. Come on, come on, you want to go? Like, come on, take a shot, birthday shot." They pressured him to go, wow. and he ended up going. And he told me that he was oh, like no. so nervous because he knew he wanted to, he really wanted to ride too the next morning. And we'd already prepaid, so we were riding. It wasn't like, oh, if we don't feel like it, we won't go. We'd already paid for our tickets. And so he's like, man, about halfway through the night, he's like, I was getting so nervous that I was gonna be it was gonna be a rough day. So he said I started buying the rounds and I told a bartender to give me soda water. And so <laughs> he was pretending to take shots with him while they were getting sh <laughs> taking shots just so he'd be okay. Nice. No, it was a great move yeah. because they all got sick and hung over and thrown up and oh, shit. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, dude, you yesterday know? I was a, it was a nightmare. I felt horrible. I mean, we were I was on the couch all day and I was doing all my remedies. I was doing and here's the thing, I didn't get a hangover. I didn't have the headache where you know where your head's oh, you're counting. probably just fatigued. Oh, you were just up I was all just, night. Yeah, I was just tired. I was yeah. just tired, and I knew if I had pushed my body the next day to do anything, that I would open myself up for illness. So I just, but I didn't get hungover, which is kind of interesting. Mm. I really think that the charcoal is it's like, I think it's magic it for me. I swear to God, I didn't have a hangover. I didn't have a hangover. I just felt super, super exhausted. Yeah. I put the whole family on it. Like, Did you? Yeah. So everybody. Did they like it? Oh yeah, everybody was all about it. I was like, you guys got to do this. It's been a game changer. You got to warn them about the the, the black poop though. <laughs> I'll get oh, messages yeah. from people. Am I supposed to have, you know? <laughs> I'm just waiting for someone to send me a picture. Is my butt bleeding? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. So it's tarry. With, yeah. with all this, this all New Year's talk, I feel it's, uh, we should discuss, uh, you know, some of the best strategies for people that are probably just getting back into the swing things. I mean, shit, I'll be one of these people. I feel like the last month, I've been just having sweets and treats and letting myself go and inconsistency. It creeps so, up on you, man. So I already know in my head, what what the next four weeks to six weeks is going to look like. And I think it's a great discussion because you, I think a lot of people would be surprised on, you know, exactly how one of us would go about it if we had been inconsistent and drinking mm -hmm. and eating bad and not really lifting weights. I was, like I was having this conversation with, uh, with Jessica yesterday. We were talking about, because she's never, she's never worked as a trainer in a big box gym. She's always been a trainer in these smaller, you know, type studios um, and, and of course now she does mainly online coaching. And so I was explaining to her what January is like for these gyms. And I'm like, you know, the, these big gyms will experience on average, like a 50% increase in, in traffic, mm -hmm. sometimes as much as a hundred percent increase, which is insane. Like how many businesses see that kind of a surge, yeah. maybe retail companies, you know, during the Christmas season. Right. 
So it just gets absolutely insane. And we were talking about it back and forth and discussing, is it a good thing and is it a bad thing? And it makes sense as to why it happens in January. Because like you said, Adam, you know, it follows all these holidays where you're just over-consuming. Mm-hmm. And even the average person who may not be a fitness fanatic, I think we know inherently like, okay, I need to do something because I had Thanksgiving and I've had... Christmas and the whole week up to Christmas and I've had New Year's and I've drank all this alcohol and all this food. I don't feel good. So you have that and then you have that coupled with this, you know, New Year yeah, starting. Right, New Year, New Me type yeah, of thing. Yeah, it, it's like a threshold, right? And, and it's like you're, you're moving to a new town so you could start over fresh or whatever. So it kind of creates that that perfect storm. But the, the, the problem is as much as we know, because look, you know, running gyms for as long as we did, we would see that. We would see that huge, and the the huge surge doesn't really happen January first. It actually takes about a week. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I yeah, because you know why? Because everybody feels like you feel like right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm terrible. Everybody else is like, I'm going to get there. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. just, just, just not today. Next week. <laughs> well, I re- I remember too the first January I was working in a club in a big club. I remember everybody's talking about January, January. You get all these people. I remember the first week it was like December, and I was yeah. like, What's going on? And they're like, No, no, no. Wait till next week. Watch what happens. And like clockwork, by January, by the second week, it just starts to get crazy, and it just gets crazier as the month goes goes on, and it really stays that way through February, I would say. Even March. Maybe even March. Yeah. Then it starts to die down. <clears throat> yeah. and April, May, it starts to really yeah, die Yeah, and you see a lot of people, a lot of those same people who are so motivated and so yeah. inspired to get started. A lot of these people, first-time gym members- Mm-hmm. Um, just didn't come back and, and didn't fulfill you know some of their goals. And so you read statistics like the average American gains you know five to ten pounds every holiday season and keeps like five of it, yeah. which doesn't sound like much, but after you know if you're if you're a forty year old thirty year old person, that's thirty pounds or fifteen pounds that you've gained over the last three or four seasons. And so I think it is important to talk about, like you said, Adam, strategies. Like first of all, why do people why do people stop? You know what I mean? What is it that's screwing them up? That well, I think there's 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 multiple reasons, and I remember we used to we used to dive into some of the stuff, and some of the most common things are actually injuries. A lot of people uh, start off and actually get hurt within the first few weeks. Mm. Um, I also think that a lot of people come out the gates hard in January, see yeah. great results, super intense in the first four weeks because they went from basically eating terrible and drinking and not really doing much exercise wise <clears throat> to everything they can possibly do exercise and nutrition wise. And so they see this great surge uh, or this great, uh, you know, uh, huge results in the first four weeks. And then they hit this hard plateau over the next four weeks. And I think most people get frustrated with that and go like, fuck it. You yeah, know? and I think the the mentality going into it is almost like a punishing mentality of like paying penance for whatever sins they had for the last year. And like, we're going to make up for it, you know, day one, we're going to get to this and attack it. And uh, that sort of energy is, you know, it can carry them a few weeks to maybe a few months, but it, it really is going to die off quick. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's sustainable. One of the things I used to do when I would, uh, you know, when I managed these gyms and I'd sell memberships to these people is I, you know, you always ask people what their goals are, right? Because you want to know how you how you need to communicate to them and how you need to communicate fitness to them. And for anybody who's who re- works in a gym right now, this is very important because how you communicate what you're trying to say to them is very, very important to get them to get going, but also to set set the stage for hopefully 
consistency or at least the right mentality. And so I would ask people like, you know, lots of questions, but one of the main questions was, you know, what are your fitness goals? And somebody would say something like, uh, I want to lose 15 pounds. And then I would say, and then what? And I'd look at them and they, most of them were, didn't know. Like they look at me like, well, what do you mean? And then what? Well, okay. After you lose 15 pounds, yeah, what do you do? Then what do you, what do you plan on doing? And what it would reveal to them, the reason why I would say that to them is it would reveal to them that their mentality going into this, and a lot of people go into the gym in January with this mentality. A lot of people go to the gym, period, start out going to the gym with this mentality, that they are going to go there to to accomplish a goal, and then maybe they don't outwardly think it, but sub- subconsciously they think then they're done, right. and they don't have to do it anymore. Just like the, the mentality with a diet. Like, I'm going to go on this diet, I'm going to lose this weight, and then once I lose the weight, I'll go back to my regular life and what I was doing before. And so I would use that as an opportunity to communicate to them and say, look, whatever you do to get yourself into a particular type of fitness or health or shape is what you'll always have to do to stay that way. Your your body looks and feels the way it does now because of your current lifestyle. The only way it's going to change permanently is if you permanently change your current lifestyle. And and I would communicate that so that people wouldn't take it lightly because when you're talking about making a permanent change to your to how you live, because it's a it's a it's a weekly and daily thing. Nutrition's a daily thing, and exercise is a weekly thing, forever for the until you die, right? Because it's a fundamental change of something you're doing on a on a forever basis, you really have to consider how challenging that really can be. Anything that you do forever, consistently, on a, just a weekly basis even, forget the everyday basis, is 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 going to be difficult. doesn't matter what it is. And so understanding that, I think one of the most important things that I ever communicated to people and that I'll communicate now on, on this podcast is understand that, set your goals very low, and Make sure it's challenging enough so that it's an actual goal, but make sure it's something that you can realistically do forever. So that may mean that you're going to start off with something very, very small. And I would oftentimes get people to commit because I'd sit there and we'd have this conversation and we and a lot of them would have this breakthrough like, oh my God, I never thought of it that way. And I'd say, okay, well, how many days a week right now, knowing yourself right now, your current life, do you think you can make it to the gym <clears throat> consistently, never miss, ever, forever. Sometimes people would say once a week, and I'd say, awesome. Like, you're being honest, and congratulations, right. because I think that may be the right place to start, and then just take it from well, there. Well, I think there's, I think you hit it right on the head with the, the setting the goals lower, which is so funny because we've been taught the opposite. Yeah. Right? We've been taught to shoot for the moon, land on the stars type of deal, yeah. right? Or shoot for the stars, land on the moon that's type right. of deal, right? So that's been something that we've been told forever. So I think people go in saying, I want to look like the cover of this magazine. And if I don't get quite there, I'm going to be happy because I'll still look way better than what I am yeah. today. And that's how we think. And when you think about health and fitness and this this journey, it's not like that. In fact, it's quite the opposite. And I think the setting the goals too high and focusing on the things like how I look or I want to lose 20 pounds are the wrong goals to set when you first start. In fact, what the the process that I will take is I will I'll look at my last like 60 days and look at the bad habits that I've created for myself recently. Okay, well, let me name some of them so people can relate to that. Um, very inconsistent with my workouts. This has been the most inconsistent I've been in quite some time. And 
you know, I can't tell you the last time that I strung together two weeks of a solid three to four day a week workout week. Just in the last couple of months, that hasn't happened consistently for two weeks straight. Have I hit three to four days of training? And so there's the first little goal of mine. Not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dial in my tra- my nutrition hella hardcore or get super anal about all that stuff and start weighing and measuring my food. That's not I'm not even there yet. Right now it's like get back into my routine and I need to get back into a, a realistic time frame that I could commit. I eventually want to get to six and seven days a week, which I love to train like that. But I don't need to. I'm nowhere near that right now. So that first, the first goal is, hey, the next two weeks, I just want to get six to eight workouts in mm-hmm. and get me get me started. Okay, now I've got there. Now I've gotten six to eight weeks ago. Okay, now what are some of the other things that I've been doing like nutritionally? Well, common things for me, I grossly underconsume protein. I skip meals for long, and then when I do eat something, I eat a bad choice. It's not something that is balanced well for me. It's not getting me enough adequate protein. It's higher on the carbohydrates. And so what I want to get back to is just get balanced meals and hit my protein intake. That's a big, that's an easy thing for me to start doing. And so these are what my goals look like. It's not, oh, I want to get back to what mm-hmm. I looked like when I competed on stage. Oh, I want to you know lose 15 pounds of fat. It's little measurable things that I know I need to do in my lifestyle that will get me towards that long-term goal, but are very easy to achieve. And you build off of that. That I think if you talk to anybody who's ever, um, accomplished a, what seems to be an insurmountable goal. Like you talk to somebody who has climbed Mount Everest or somebody who's built a billion dollar business or just done something that just seems insane. And, and the reason why I'm using this as an example is because uh, for a lot of people, losing 20, 30 pounds and keeping it off forever. Well, for a lot of a lot of people that look at magazine covers think that it's impossible for them to achieve right, that. Right, right, right. No, or, or even just losing 30 pounds and keeping right, it off. Right. You know, I, I've had this weight on me for you know, 10, 15 years. How am I going to do this? If you talk to anybody who's ever accomplished the, what seems to be like these insane, insurmountable goals, they'll all tell you the same thing. They took it day by day. Mm-hmm. Even people who are... Even if you listen to people who were stuck in these POW camps, like, how did you survive? I just tried to survive every hour. I just thought of things. I broke things down to small chunks, and I did it like that. And it makes it much more accomplishable. So for people listening right now, set your goal so that it's you know it's going to give you some challenge because it's got to have meaning. If it's too easy, it's not going to mean anything to you. But also do it in a way that's, that is realistic for you. Now, that's going to be very different from person to person. Somebody listening right now, that may mean that you go for a 10-minute walk twice a week because that for you is a challenging yet realistic goal. Right. Someone else, like you're, like Adam right now, saying, I'm gonna, I want to work out three or four days a week consistently for a couple of weeks in a row. That for you is a realistic yet kind of challenging goal based on where you were. So those are important things to factor. But also look at your, look at your plan. What, okay, what am I trying to accomplish? I know this is something I'm going to have to do forever. And look at how exercise affects the body and then choose the right form of exercise. So uh, here's, a, here's, a, here's what I mean by that. If your goal is to speed up your metabolism or lose weight or sculpt your body, which is probably everybody, um, then what you want to do is you want to build the foundation for that. You want to make it so that you don't have to work out as much. You want to make it so that your body burns more calories on its own. You want to make it so that you don't have to go to the gym every single day and manually burn calories. You want to set it up so your body wants to burn calories on its own so that, realistically speaking, I can burn more calories and not have to go to the gym six to, eight, six to seven days a week. 
Well, the way to do that is to build muscle. And the best way to build muscle is to lift weights. And so if you're getting started on a fitness routine, I know the first place you want to go is do cardio because you want to go sweat and you want to go burn lots of calories. But if you take that approach, it's a daily approach. It's an everyday approach because the second you get off cardio, that's it. Your body's not burning any more calories. Not only that, but over time, your body actually gets more efficient at the cardio and you actually start to burn less calories and you'll, you'll start to plateau. That's another hard. great point on when we talked about what are some of the things that cause people to quit and fail. I think this is one of the number one ones also that we didn't mention, which is a lot of people come out the gates because they want to lose fat and they think that cardio is the best just way to do it. it. And they start doing it as much as they can. And that just is, it, eventually it's not sustainable. To it. Yeah, it's just, eventually it's not sustainable for 95% of the population. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a 5% of the people out there that love to fucking run on a treadmill every single day or love to go for a fucking three mile run every single day. And that's something that is therapeutic for them and they enjoy. Well, kudos to those people. And if that's who you are, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But the other 95% of the fucking population that's a terrible way to start your New Year's resolution is getting on some cardio or go take off for a run because you're, it's inevitable. If you weren't somebody who loved doing that before or loved doing that now, you're probably never going to love doing that every single day of your life. So why would you create that as a habit or as part of your routine right out the gate? Start right. simpler. Right, right. Also, uh, ritualize whatever uh, workout you you can commit to make it a ritual. So what I mean by that is, let's say you've you have this discussion with yourself, and you say, okay. And by the way, this is the most this is the realistic average that just in my experience. Like I said, I've been training people for for twenty years. I'm pretty sure you guys will agree. The average person usually can, if we want to have them be successful long term, it's usually two days a week is what I have them commit to. Two days a week. That's what we're going to start you out with. And what you what you want to do is you want to pick two days, and you want to put it. Pick those two days and put them at times that don't move. Like, that's it. Tuesday and Thursday at this time, after I do this or before I do this, this is what's going to happen. And it's it's a rock in my schedule and it does not move. Now, what does that mean for a lot of people? For a lot of people, that means they work out in the morning. Some people, it means that they, on the way home from work, go to the gym. You know what it doesn't mean for a lot of people? That they go home and then decide to go to the gym. That is a failing uh, strategy that right. I've seen fail over and over again. Uh, most people try and do it that way. Like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym after work. Workout clothes are at home. They go to work. They drive home. Making it to the gym ain't going to happen. Right. Bring your gym bag with you and ritualize it and put it in the schedule for however many days you can commit to and make sure that it's there and it's stuck. So... Uh, you know, this is my personal experience. And for many of you listening right now, this might not be feasible, but in my personal experience, and maybe you guys can add to this, people who decide to work out before they th- to start their day off tend to be more consistent. Mm-hmm. Just is. Well, that's a fact that it, forever it's been that way. I'm not even a morning person, and I agree with that. I yeah. mean, it's just the most consistent people in my entire career have been clients that train before they go to work because they've created that start ritual your day sure. that way. Yeah. yeah. You just start your day. I also think, I also think there is a major mistake made on, uh, the, the intensity that's applied towards the tra- weight training when oh, you first yeah. start, if you've been out of it, like, and then, so I just touched on how I just want to be consistent for three to four days in a week for a few weeks in a row. Not only that, but I also know that I don't need a ton of volume. I don't need, and I don't need a ton of intensity. It's like, 
I just need to get in there and move some weights a little bit. Like, and I don't need to push myself to failure. Failure. I don't need to be drenched in sweat when I leave the gym right away. Like, I got plenty of days ahead of me to get to that. There's no reason mm-hmm. to come out the gates like that. If you are going to the gym and you are coming home and the next day or two you are fucking crippled sore, you're already going about it right, wrong. That's not the right direction at all. You're pushing yourself way beyond where you need to be pushing yourself. You want to feel your workout, and you would like to get in there and do some good movements. But, man, you go in there just like an anabolic type of routine. You go in there, every body part, two sets. Mm-hmm. You know, Two sets of every, every body part. Get the fuck out of there. Get home and rest. Make some good decisions eating-wise. And do that a few times a week before you start to build onto this. Yeah, you want to get to a point where your body is craving that exercise. So it's all about enjoying the process and sort of reframing like a workout as being work. And this is what I have a problem with a lot of people like, which is, I mean, it's natural to want to lose 20 pounds. It's natural to want to lose a very specific target goal or to set out like very specific goals. However, once we get to those goals, like, is, does that mean it stops there? Is that, you know, where do we, how do we transition? How do we maintain and keep it a lifestyle? Uh, You pay attention to uh, how your body feels every day and you, and you enjoy the process and you make that mm. uh, part of who you are. And, and that needs to be something that y- you figure out, like how, how can I make this who I am? That's one of the best goals, in fact, is rather than saying I have this weight loss goal is to say my goal is to make it to the gym twice a week. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. And those, those types of goals, by the way, lead to the ultimate goal of right. weight loss. But it's something that you can start out with and it doesn't seem so complex. Here's the other thing too, is and you alluded to this, Justin, about workouts being work. Treat your workouts like uh, you're practicing a skill. You mm-hmm. know, when when you go to the gym, and, and this is a big, and I blame the fitness industry a little bit for for this. The way we sell exercise is, you know, get sore, sweat, burn calories, burn body fat, you know, build muscle, all that stuff. And yes, that's true. That's what exercise does. But exercise in, involves, especially resistance training in particular, which I, I believe to be the ultimate form of exercise for most people, especially in the context of you know modern life. It's it's all skills. Squatting is a skill. Uh, bench pressing is a skill. Barbell rowing is a skill. Pressing overhead is a skill. All these movements are a skill. Yes, muscles are used to move these weights. And yes, you do... Uh, get results as a result of that, but really it, you, you get good at them. Like somebody who's never squatted before is a bad squatter. Somebody who squats all the time has been practicing it for years is a very good squatter. The good squatter gets way more out of the squat than the bad squatter does. Right. So rather than going to the gym and thinking to yourself, I'm okay today. I'm going to work out my my legs. I need to get my legs really you know tired and, and sore. Think to yourself, what exercises work legs? Which ones are the most effective ones? Okay, I have barbell squats. I have walking lunges. And then for my hamstrings, let's say I'll do leg curls. Okay, those all seem to be good exercises. I read the Mind Pump blogs. They said those are good. So rather now I know the exercises that are working my legs. I'm going to go to the gym, and I'm going to get good at those exercises. That's it. Right. Way better approach. Yeah. Way better approach. Right. You're far more likely to utilize intensity appropriately when you treat exercise like a practice rather than treating exercise as a way to force your body to change or to get sore or to sweat. It's a very different mentality. It took me a long time 
to learn how to apply this to myself. I applied it to my clients way before that because I knew, you know, inherently as a trainer, clients would come in. I knew what I was going to train them on. And because I'm a trainer, well, because you know the science, you understand the science. But we're just as we're just as guilty yeah. of the same bullshit insecurities and letting the outside stuff fucking affect us and still. So we're not immune, we're not immune to it either. You know what I'm saying? So we're immune to it either. I know you. I get the same shit. Also, you know, I think nutrition talking about that is really important too. Because, and I'm going to use myself as an example, although I know that there's going to be a lot of different people that have different challenges with nutrition. But I think one of the most common mistakes that I see is the under uh, consumption of healthy, nutritious foods that your body needs and the overconsumption of things like alcohol, sugars, and foods that are not. And not get so when you first start off in the gym and you first get back in your New Year's resolution, I think a lot of people just start cutting Mm-hmm. Start pulling away all this stuff that that you know, quote unquote, is bad for us. That we we say right, and what ends up happening is you really set yourself up for long term uh, long term struggles ahead in the next couple of months because you already weren't feeding the body enough of what it really needs, and then you go and restrict it even more, and then in addition to that, you tack on a bunch of exercise and pushing and intensity. And so, what I like to do on the nutrition side is. I'm going to just start and I'm going to track. And I, and you know, I always talk about this on the show using your Fat Secret or My Fitness Pal or one of those apps that you can just track your food. And they're free. Yeah, they're free. So track your food and just see where you're at. And don't already start making crazy changes and go to eating all salads and protein shakes right away. Eat like the fuck you've been eating for the last two or three weeks, literally. And see what what you've been doing to your body. So you have an understanding. Like, sure, you know that cookies and alcohol and those things aren't the best things for yourself, but how bad were you doing it? Were you eating like a thousand calories worth of cookies? Were you drinking two thousand calories of alcohol? Or was it like three hundred or five hundred? How much sugar was that? How much fat was that? How much carbohydrates? How much protein were you getting in it? Find that out. How much fiber were you getting? All these things that your body wants and needs, figure out what you've been doing. And then I would look at it and go, oh wow. Looks like I was eating a ton more sugar than I need. Okay, well, instead of you all of a sudden cutting all these crazy foods out, let's just replace all the sugar calories that you're eating with something that's good for your body. Because more than likely, if you're consuming all that sugar, you're probably not getting enough of fiber somewhere, you're not getting enough protein somewhere, or healthy fats. And don't try and cut your calories right away. Try and take get rid of some of the things that you know are not ideal for your body and replace it with things that are more nutritious mm-hmm. for your body, and that will pay off. Way now, I, more. I know we we, you know the 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 rule of one of the rules of thermodynamics or laws of thermodynamics is you know calories in versus calories out, right? So, in order to lose weight, you have to take in less calories than you're burning. And if you want to gain weight, uh, the opposite is true. And this is just a a law of physics. That being said, all food is not created equal in one in, in many many different aspects, but in one very important one. That's very important to the person who's trying to eat in a way to become leaner or to lose weight, which is the vast majority of people who are going to start going to the gym and, and, and working out in January. And that's this. Some foods will promote more eating and other foods will not. Some foods will make you want to just eat more. My advice to you is to reduce the consumption of those foods. Now, yes, it's true you can overeat with healthy, organic, whole-type foods, yeah, right? Good, good luck. But it's a lot harder. 
It just is. It's a lot harder because you have something that, that'll naturally want to stop you from overeating, which is called palate fatigue. This is what happens when you eat the same food over and over again and you find yourself going, oh, I don't want anymore. But then somebody brings something out. It's a totally different category of flavor, like dessert. And all of a sudden, even though your stomach feels full, you're like, yeah, I could eat some, I could definitely go for some pie or whatever. Now, here's the food, the, 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 the category of foods that tend to make you want to overeat. Heavily processed foods. These are foods that are found in packages, uh, you know, wrappers. Uh, tip, sometimes they're frozen. These foods have a long shelf life. And the reason why these foods are so easy to overeat and why they make you want to eat more is because a lot of money and energy goes into increasing the palatability of these foods. In fact, the majority of the money that goes into making crackers, cookies, pizzas, you know, whatever, in, in boxes or whatever, the vast majority that goes into these foods goes into making these foods as palatable as possible because that's what sells these foods. In fact, if we were to look at, let's talk about the supplement uh, industry, the fitness and health supplement industry. Look at the protein powders and the protein bar market. Okay, These are supposed to be foods that help people who want to become more fit or maybe help people who want to lose weight or whatever, right? Look at the top selling ones. I guarantee you it's the best tasting ones. Mm -hmm. It's not the ones that are the best quality. It's not the ones with the most nutrition or nutrients. It's not the protein bar that's the healthiest. It's the protein bar that tastes the best, and that's the one that, that sells the most. And that's a normal thing. People, we tend to want the things that are hyper palatable. Take those foods out of your diet, and you'll find that you'll naturally end up eating less. Keep those foods in your diet, and you are going to have a really tough time trying to consume less food. It's very, very difficult. I mean, I know if I'm if I eat those foods all the time, it's actually quite easy for. And I'm very hyper aware of how much I eat, and 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 you know, obviously, I'm a health fanatic. If I throw those foods in all the time, I overconsume. Oh, it's so mm-hmm. easy. It's just very, very easy. It's hard to do it with. You know, I do this with my kids all it's, the time. It's I I I would go further than just say hard. It's almost fucking impossible. Well, they they spend a every, lot of money to do that. Every shit. client that I ever had that, and I would tell them when I first would transition them to a you know quote unquote diet, is I'm going to give you these foods that you can choose from, and I don't want you to be hungry. I would tell them that I don't want you to be hungry. Yeah, if go you're and eat as much as you want. Eat as much as you want. <laughs> if it's on this list of foods that I gave you, and you're hungry throughout the day, do not try and sustain from it. Go eat that food. I want you to stay full, satiated. I want you to be eating those things. Your body needs that. And if I'm doing my job with training you correctly, we're going to see change. Change is going to happen to your body. The biggest mistake that you can start to do is just to start restricting like crazy and then go from being eating a bunch of sugary, high palatable foods and alcohol and stuff to cutting it to super clean food and then restricting and holding back. And on not top eating. of it. Yeah, on top of that. Like, no, feed. Feed yourself, but feed yourself with foods that are whole foods and naturals. And good luck. Good luck getting fat on chicken breasts and potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good exactly. luck. Yeah. I do it with my kids all the time. Like my kids will be sitting there and we'll be hanging out and you know, I'm hungry. Oh, I'm hungry. But like, okay, we have uh, we have some steak in the fridge yes, from last night. Broccoli. Some chicken. We have some vegetables. You know, I, I have some, you know, some rice from last night. Uh, well, I don't I'm really, not that hungry. Yeah, I don't really want that. Yeah. You know, do you have any crackers? Do you have any? You know, it's 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 a similar thing. So, taking those foods out will make it easy. Now, you don't have to take them all out at once. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, you want to start with small, achievable yet challenging goals, and this is a very personal thing. So, like like Adam was saying, I think take one thing out. Yeah, replace it with something else. 
you got to start real small. If you look at this whole thing like, okay, I want to become healthy and I know it's going to take lifelong changes, so it's going to look very different at the end than it looks right now. I need to take it step by step. Let's start slow. Set your expectations there, and then you're not going to be so disappointed when six months later you haven't lost a single pound, but you've made it to the gym two days a week. Now you're drinking water instead of soda. You have a little bit more energy, but you know, well, I'm going to be doing this forever, so let me just take my time and see what happens. It's interesting. I know I would love to start a kind of a challenge for people to to go through the process of if you have any aches, pains, anything that you've been fighting uh, and you've you've been successful in terms of going to the gym or, you know, you're, you're trying to improve your physique. Of course, you know, everybody is wanting to look aesthetically pleasing. But, you know, I challenge I challenge you to really address address those aches, address those pains and address those things that are unsexy. Because if you really spend the time and and lay down, uh, you know, a foundation that you can then build upon, you're you're gonna have a whole new body that's gonna perform even better, and you're gonna, uh, you know, enjoy the process all the more. You, you know what's good about that too, Justin is. And by the way, this is what we do as trainers. This is the first thing we we target when we're trainers. Yeah. I never take somebody. That's who the wants first to, thing we. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody comes in, they want to lose thirty pounds. The first thing I do in my training is I try to get them to move better yeah. and take away their pains. And you know what's good about that is it's a it's a it's a goal that it's a short term goal they that get to feel they get to feel it yeah like, they, they get to feel success right away yeah like so oh. very smart as a, if you're a trainer listening to us it's a very smart strategy for somebody. well you have to do it that way anyway right. right but you point it out to your clients like look your shoulder doesn't hurt anymore yeah oh my god I feel so much better oh look my back doesn't hurt anymore wow I feel so much better and you know I, I'm you know, let me tell you something I like I said I trained people for twenty years the first five years at least I was all wrong I would just People would come in, and I, my goal was to get them to lose that weight as fast as possible. Burn, burn calories. It was to do, and you know what? I, you know, and I was a charismatic, smart trainer. People loved me, but I wasn't successful. Yes, people lost weight, but guess what? They 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 gain it back. They stopped training with me. They'd be with me for six months, seven months, and they'd stop hiring me as a personal trainer. And never see them come to the gym after a couple months again, and that was it. You know what happened later on? It stuck. Like big time. It got to the point where, I mean, I had a lot of clients who would train with me for a year, wouldn't lose a single pound, but they felt better. They were consistent. They, you know, they, they, they had a different relationship to exercise. And then because of the slow process, weight started coming off by the second or third year. Now they've lost all this weight and they were lifelong. Mm-hmm. These are people, I haven't trained for a client, a single client for three years, right? Since we all went, uh, did started doing Mind Pump full time. I still keep in contact with a lot of these people are, you know, I trained some of these people for 12, 13 years. So I'm still friends with them on Facebook. I see what they're doing. Every single one of them still works out consistently. Not a single one gained the weight back because they stopped training with me. It, this was their, this is their life now. And that's the only, the only way you can get to that point is if you take this kind of a slow approach and understand it's a lifelong goal. Go to the gym and practice exercise. Stop working out. Go in there and practice because you got to learn how to do it because you've been doing this shit forever. If you're going to do this forever, you got to get good at it first, just like anything else. So practice first. When it comes to nutrition, make small changes that stick and wait 
for those changes to stick before you move to another one. And if it takes you a long time just to make one small change, so be it because it's better than making no changes or making changes and then the changes go away and now you're back to where you were before. Because what you don't want and the whole reason why you're, you're moving in this direction in the first place is you don't like where you're at. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be where you're at anymore. You want to be somewhere else and you don't want to go back to where you're at. So, you know, like I, I used to say this to clients, uh, we have two options. I can do this the fast way or I could do this the right way. Yeah. Yep. We just say the same thing. Did you really? Yeah, yeah totally. Exact same line. Yeah. Same line. Phrase. Yeah, it's been yep. it's got passed around for yeah. sure. Well, yeah. I think I think when you it's it's I think when you've been when you train people as a career for a long time, ten years or more, you you and you care about people, this you just learn this. Well, it's funny, I talk to any trainer who's been training people for ten plus years. And they'll all, they're all the same. Well, they all I, learned it. I used to give yeah. this, this analogy, and it, I just would use this extreme analogy to get people to understand what they're asking or what they want when they come in and they'd say, I just want to lose 30 pounds as fast as possible. I go, okay, cool. They cut your leg off. <laughs> oh, well, you, you use that one a lot. Yeah, what I used to say is this, okay, what I want you to do is for the next two weeks, you're not going to eat any food and I want you to run on the treadmill every single day for an hour. <laughs> and I'd say that and then I'd go, I'm just kidding, right? Because we both know that you'd probably die if I did that to you, right? But that's really what you're asking me to do when you're saying you want to get to 30 pounds as fast as you possible. Then all it is is being extreme on all all directions, extremely over-exercising, over-intensity, cutting your calories like crazy. You'll lose 30 pounds. You'll get down to that point. Problem is you're going to fuck your metabolism up on the way there. You're never going to be able to keep that weight off. And then you're going to inevitably gain all of it plus some more back. You might get injured along the way. And I use that extreme analogy to give them an idea like that's I know that's so extreme but what you're asking is in that direction Mm -hmm. that's what you're asking me to do and what i want to do is i want to build i want to build on your base right here and i want to slowly add a little bit more a little bit more until you're looking at me three four five months later and it doesn't feel like it's been a ton of fucking work we've just added all these little good habits into your lifestyle and it's something that's sustainable for you forever one of the things i love most about uh you know fitness and health and the, the practices uh, that you know get you in, in better spaces or better places in both of those is this. There's hardly anything that I can think of in life where you get as much in return as you get with as little investment when it comes to fitness and health. As hard as it feels and as hard as it seems, you get a lot in return for the time you spend. I mean, if you're working out, and I'm not forget being a fitness fanatic maniac. Let's say you go to the gym and you do a good job. You follow a good routine. Let's say you you do like a MAPS anabolic, which you know we put that together. It's a good solid routine. You know what you're doing. You're practicing the weight. You're going to the gym. You're practicing your lifts properly. You're getting good form. And let's say your nutrition is much better than it is now, but it's not perfect. You're not a bodybuilder. You're not a physique competitor. You're not some crazy, you know, fitness fanatic, but you eat a a relatively healthy diet. Okay. The time and energy that it takes to do that, what you'll get back in return, you can't compare. It's insane. The difference it will make in your life. And the best part about it is that difference can get grows. It gets better and better. You continue to get more. And I'm not just talking about your, your physical health. That's an obvious one. Yeah, you're definitely going to, your physical health improves. You definitely get better blood lipid levels. Uh, You're going to be leaner. You're going to look better. You know, you'll be stronger. You can move better. That's obvious. But the mental effects it it brings upon you, you know, I was was reading a study that was, another one came out about how exercise is one of of the most effective things they've ever studied to to combat anxiety and depression, Mm -hmm. period. You know, the best part about it is, 
the side effect of exercise is you get fit. The side effect of drugs is all kinds of other shit. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of the best things you can do for the, your mental space. Now, what about your relationships? Incredible, incredible. Uh, uh, you're you're going to get tons of results in your relationships because you all, anytime you meet somebody or you talk to anybody, I don't care if it's somebody you, you, you see every day, like your spouse and your kids or, or people you meet every once in a while, you're meeting them through a filter. That filters your physical body. If your physical body feels amazing, is healthy, and is balanced, you're going to receive information better, and you're going to transmit it better. It's going to change your relationships. And in fact, that's the number one feedback I would get from clients all the time. They would train me for a year, and they tell me, I have a better relationship with my wife. I'm a better parent to my kids. I have more energy. I'm just more, more calm. I used to have businessmen. This one I used to love. You know, At one point, I had a private studio, and I catered to executives and, and doctors and all that stuff. They, some of them would come to me and say, I'm better in my board meetings. I'm a better manager. I'm doing better in my business because I'm more fit and I feel better. I mean, the, the, the payback you get takes, it's so amazing. And you really, if you really compare, it's not a whole lot you have to dedicate. You just got to do it right. And I consider that, the, again, this is a lifelong change. Take your time. It's difficult to change everything at once. I would say it's impossible. Take your time, go slow with it and watch what happens. You know what else is really cool, and it seems so serendipitous, like many other things that uh, in this company. You know, we didn't plan for this to happen this way, but it's uh, unfolded that way. M many people that have been listening to the show uh, since its inception know that uh, we've been, you know, continuing building upon what we started with as far as programs, and now we're in the process of refacing them and making them better. We've listened to all the feedback that we've gotten from people. And we've always promised this, that, you know, if you own one of our programs, that we're going to continue to improve upon it. And, you know, this year we started going back through all the major programs and refacing them, shooting new videos with them, changing the blueprints and just making the whole UI that much better. And what's cool is we are, you know, re-releasing Maps Anabolic and it's coming out this this month, the new version of that. And it should be done in the, within the next week or so. And in addition to that, we're also discounting MAPS Anabolic for 50%. And in addition to that, if you were to ask me or anybody in here, what is the most ideal place as far as all of our programs that we have to start, this would be the place. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, this would be the place to start. And even if you're somebody who owns most or all of our programs and you've just kind of fallen off the wagon, this is a mistake that a lot of people make too, is they go right into you know, like an aesthetic or a split or a strong type of program where I would highly recommend you to go and revisit your MAPS Anabolic. And because that's what my my next couple of weeks will look most like MAPS Anabolic than any other of our programs, because it is, it truly is. a Even for somebody who's advanced and been lifting for many, many years, if I've been inconsistent for a month or a couple months, that's enough to set me back to where MAPS Anabolic is plenty mm -hmm. A volume to start to see major change in and my it's, body. And it's two to three days a week uh, in the gym with other stuff that you can do on your own uh, at home in between. But really, it's two or three days a week in the gym, con you know, consistent, committed. So it works for a lot of people. And of course, it's the first mass program. It's the one that we get the most positive feedback from. So it is 50% off. It is going to get revamped. So if you already have it, uh, it'll be revamped for you automatically. You don't have to pay anything extra. Um, if you don't have it, 50% off, you just go to mapsfitnessproducts.com and use the code RED50, R-E-D-5-0. 
1-800-636-1450 without a space. Uh, so go check it out. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.